Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Queens of Twilight podcast. This is part two with Cherish, and we are on. Yay! All right, Cherish. We have a lot to talk about today, um, and it's going to be a. It's a big topic. Yes, it's going to be a loaded conversation, and I'm so excited to talk about you. Talk about this with you. Um, and would you like to start us off? Yes. So. If you weren't here last week, I'm Cherish. Hey, how's it going? Um, and I, if you don't know, I mean, I think I've posted one picture on my account at Forever Jumping the TL. If you want to go and follow me, self promo. Um, but if you don't know, I am a mixed person. My dad is black, and my mom is white and Hispanic. Um, and I only bring that up because of the current events going on in the United States. If there are any international listeners, I'm sure you've seen it on the news. There's lots of craziness going on. And it's kind of going on around the world, too. Like, there are so many protests, and it's really awesome. But I just wanted to speak up and say thank you to a lot of the Twilight fandom, actually, for stepping up and standing up and posting, like, black creatives and ways you can support by, like, donating or signing petitions and all that. So that is just, it's been really encouraging to see that kind of side of the fandom come together because, as we're going to discuss today, there is some tension. (laughs) There are rifts in a lot of things and a lot of topics that we don't agree on and we'll get into it don't you worry but just wanted to say thank you um especially to like the cosplayers um I've seen a lot of them posting especially like the Olympic Coven and the Denali Coven and all the cosplayers from there have been posting really awesome things and I was like oh I feel like such a supported Twilight fan who happens to be black you know Definitely. It's, I love that the cosplayers are posting all these resources. And if you guys reach out to us, we have a lot of links to resources as well that we can provide you with. And it's just, it's just nice. And also, I would like to offer my services as a graphic designer to make posts for anyone who would like to do that. Um, I don't mind making resource posts. I I would love to actually. So wow, look at her! You please, guys, please reach out. Get on it Ugh, at forks not out. spoons. <laughs> yes, at forks not spoons. Alrighty. Well, thank you for starting us out with that. That's so nice to see the Twilight community helping you, like the world and whatnot. And so there's another topic that we want to bring up today. <sighs> <Oof>. <laughs> Oh, this is going to bring in the fire. The fire. (laughs) Well, we saw something today, and I shared it to our group chat, and it was this thing, this post, and it was talking about Renesmee and Jacob. It was like a discussion kind of thing, and it was kind of saying that Renesmee was just groomed to be what Jacob wanted 
and she didn't have to she didn't get to have the life she wanted and she's not going to be able to grow up normally and whatnot and cherish if you want to add to that go ahead i'm just like letting you get it out because i'm ready to like spit <laughs> spit fire right now yeah I'm, I'm going to bring up the post again because there's a lot more to that. It's like a long post. I mean, I'm sure anybody who's listening to this has probably seen it because I feel like it was the post that shook the world today, <laughs> at least the Twilight world. There's so many comments on it. It has over 2,300 likes on the post and over um, 219 comments. Crazy. So, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, something to swallow. Mhm. It it kind of was yeah. Cherish, I'm going to let you talk about that. Okay. So Uh so the big thing, the big debate within the Twilight community, as we all know, is this whole thing about imprinting and how it <laughs> Just so many things. A lot of people really like Renesmee as a character. A lot of people think she's just um, there to give Jacob a happy ending. A lot of people also think that it completes Bella and Edward's family, even though there's also the other side that's like, you don't need kids to complete a family, which I completely agree with, even though I am someone who would love to have kids in the future. Besides the point. Anyway, my thoughts... On this whole thing. And if you guys want to read the post, I'm sure we would be happy to DM it to you. I don't want to, like, call anybody out for making something and just posting it. Um, because, oh my gosh, it's not cool. But, my opinions are, Jacob, uh, this is so difficult. Renesmee is a kid who was born into this, like, supernatural world, right? And she's already not going to have a normal childhood. Somebody was talking about how, oh, it's so sad that she won't get to go to school and have this class pet and blah, blah, blah. She was never going to have that anyway, unless Edward was a human man who had a baby with human Bella and they had a human baby who would grow up like a normal kid. Like, it was just not going to happen. Even if she grew at a slower rate, it would probably still be faster than normal. And even if it was the normal rate and she was just a half-human, half-vampire baby, like, she would still be so intelligent. Like, she's just gonna go to school with a bunch of thumb-sucking, nose-picking little kids, and she's gonna be, like, reading War and Peace when she's three. Like, it was just not gonna be a normal situation for her anyway, So that whole thing. And then another thing, people have this image of imprinting being like, oh, both people are like sucked into this and the person who's imprinted on has no choice in the matter whatsoever and blah, blah, blah. I would just like to point out that Emily chose or she rejected Sam like for so long because he left Leah for her and she didn't think that was right. And then everyone's like, and then he mauled her, and then the Quileutes are portrayed as angry, and the wolves are portrayed as impulsive and blah, 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 whatever. I don't give a crap about that stuff. While that's true, I don't, I think people are just taking it and making their own narrative with what Stephanie wrote. 
Like, I don't think Stephanie's intentions were, I'm going to make this Native American tribe, I'm going to make their lives hell now, and make them out to be this, like, awful people who can't control their impulses, and Jacob's and a sexual assault person. I don't even know what is a sexual assailant. I don't Besides the point. It's just, I firmly and truly believe or want to believe that Stephanie did not have any, like, intentions to cause this kind of division. I think she was just writing a story because literally it is a story. (sighs) So, off on my tangent. Anyway, also, I said this in the group chat earlier, but obviously all of you are not in the group chat. Sorry, I keep bringing up the group chat, but... (laughs) I said, Jacob, or, Jacob improves because of Renesmee. Like, Renesmee makes Jacob a better character and, like, redeems him from being, like, this terrible turd person after Eclipse and then just being so angry at the world because he doesn't have Bella. And then he imprints on Renesmee, who, yes, she is a baby, but it is so clearly stated. Sorry, I'm, like, smacking my hands together, but... It is so clearly stated (sighs) that he just is going to be anything for her. And the only thing that kind of makes it tricky is that in the books, he says, why wouldn't she choose him, though? Because that's, like, the best thing for her. Or, like, she's, he's the perfect one for her. I think when they're talking about Quill and Claire. But, um, there is still a choice. And I think I made a very good situation about how imprinting can work in my personal story that I wrote on this page. Shout out to my page again. Um, but the way I described imprinting is that the person who imprinted stayed away so that the imprintee would know that it was, like, their true feelings. Like, I, I wanted you to have the choice to choose me, even though I've already chosen you, but I didn't want to force you to do that. Which, of course, Jacob's been, like, wanting love forever. I don't think he's in love with Renesmee from the beginning. I think if Renesmee said no, he would respect that and be like, okay, brother, sister for life, you know, kind of thing. Uh, that's a real, I just went off on a really long tangent. If you're still listening to what I'm saying, thank you so much. See, I totally agree with everything you said. It's, like they said, imprinting doesn't have to be, oh my god, I'm gonna love you and we're gonna have children, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, he can be her older brother Mm -hmm. and that can be that type of relationship. I I don't know, though. It's, like, I hate when people twist it out of proportions, but everybody has their own you know, opinion, mm-hmm. so never mind. I think I think people really like to reach for things and try to fit this, like, story that just is what it is and try to make it fit, like, some certain agenda and pin, pin it out to be, like, worse than what it is, yeah. which is just a story. Um, of co- And also, if we're going to dive in and just, like, go in that way... Why would Renette, why would Renesmee, why would Rosalie, Rosalie murder her own rapist, Hale, 
And then Bella, who was like, Jacob, you're a jerk, and punched him in the face after he kissed her without her consent. Esme Cullen, who was abused. Edward Cullen, who murdered Esme's abuser. Like, why would all these people in Renesme's life not say, Jacob, if you do anything, like, we're ripping your arms off. And, like, we're not going to put them back on, you know? I feel like she... Exactly. I feel like Renesme has so many people in her life who would tell her, like, you have a choice, and if he's making you do something, like, it's over for him kind of thing, you know? <sighs> no, I totally agree, because Edward can hear his thoughts, mm-hmm. so... Like, he would know right away, and Alice can see the future, so she... Oh, no, she can't she see She can't him. see Jacob. Yeah, yep, only thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going there with that. But, yeah, it... They would know right away if any weird thing was going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stephanie's not trying to allude to some kind of child rapist. No, here. literally. She's trying to... Ugh, I don't know. It, she's trying to, like, make it a story, a good story, mm-hmm. you know? And I think Renesmee's... Renesmee as a character was, like, important. I think it fulfilled... I don't think it just fulfilled things for Bella, because Bella even said, like, she wouldn't mind giving up motherhood. Like, all she wanted was Edward. And I feel like a lot of people are like that, even in real life. Like, some people don't want kids until they have a kid. Um, but Bella was literally like, I don't want a kid until I have a kid. But it also kind of fulfilled things for Rosalie, who always wanted a baby. So she kind of got to be an aunt. And then Esme, who didn't have a baby also, or she had her baby and lost it. She got to be a grandma. Like, Alice gets to spoil someone. I think it was very fulfilling for the family as a whole to have Renesme this, like, special gift. Because they're all really special already, but they've been with each other forever, and then it kind of switches things up, and then Bella comes, and then a baby comes, like, all this crazy stuff. It just, like, I think everybody was completed by Renesmee being born, so if you think Renesmee was not, or was just thrown in because we needed to solve the love triangle, I think it's, I think it fixed more things than just that in the end. Yeah, because... It made their heart whole again, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it made the women want to care for a child that they so desperately wanted. Mm-hmm. It it was beautiful, actually. Yeah, you explained it so nicely. I try my best. <laughs> so yeah, anybody on that post, I mean. Everybody's entitled to their opinions, of course, and if you don't like Twilight, obviously you're not going to want to advocate for it, but I think some arguments against it, like that one, is just kind of ridiculous. So, but everyone's entitled to their opinion. Again, no tea, no shade. Like, you do you, we just won't interact, it's fine. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I, um... I... It's interesting seeing, like, the way other people can twist things mm-hmm. and twist the story. Yeah. You know, and I think fanfiction really pushes that. 
in a way mm -hmm. and that's why some of these things like get out there and why it's certain things are twisted and rather than like just letting them be what they actually are yeah i i mean definitely because there was one fan fiction i read of course of the many million fan fictions that i've probably read um which is actually a continuation of the story and I would highly recommend reading it. It's, like, really good, even if it's not exactly what would happen. Um, it definitely pins it out in one way. And it does make Jacob out to be, like, more controlling, like, the nice guy who finishes last, like, I deserve this because of yada, yada, yada. And, <laughs> spoiler alert, Renesme ends up falling for Nahuel, Nahuel, Nahuel. I don't know how to say his name. That's what I'm guessing. Because, first of all, they didn't say it in the movie. I was like, that's the one name I'm waiting for pronunciation. Anyway. <laughs> um, she ends up falling for Nahuel, and he, like, comes and visits for her birthday parties or whatever after the battle because yada, yada, yada. And Jacob notices she's getting kind of close with this other guy, but Edward has told Jacob he can't date her until after she's, like, 18 officially in human years, not just looks-wise and stuff. So then Jacob has this huge, like, freaking meltdown because she's... He proposes, I think she says yes, but then she's like, I can't be with you because I want to be with Nate. Well, and he's like, oh my gosh, and he's like, we're about to fight, and he tries to fight everybody, and like, just so... It was very in character for Eclipse Jacob, but I don't think he would turn out that way in real life. But that fanfiction made me think, like, oof, Jacob, mm-mm. He ends up with Leah in the end, and it's really great. So, that makes me happy. And all this other crazy stuff happens in that story. It's literally, like, 30 books long. But I've read them all twice. I stand. I, w I would recommend it to everybody. But it definitely... A lot of people, once they kind of reach for those things and make the situation fit, or make the story fit the situation they're already thinking of, it makes it a lot easier to fall into that, or you forget what's really in the books and what's really in the story and what's not, because I definitely have done that. I'm like, did I read that in a fan fiction? Or, well, I don't remember. Yes, I... Number one, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't know why they didn't say it. Maybe they didn't know how to pronounce it either. They said his aunt. was um, like, Huilen. And I was like, okay, Huilen. And then, Nehuel. That's what I'm just going to guess Nehuel. That's what it looks like, at least. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know. Um, and yeah, I've done that, where I've been reading something or, like, a story, and I'm like, oh, wait, what? Like, did that really happen? Mm -hmm. Is this in the story? Yeah. And then you have to go back to the illustrated guy, and you're like, wait. Okay. Yeah. This is exactly what happened. Yeah. I... I don't know. It... That account is really cool for posting... I, I'm just saying, like, I love that account for posting, like, different types of things. Mm -hmm. Like, because I guess they're, like, the OG. Yeah. But it it was nice to see all the comments too on that. Like there was there was there was a lot of debate on both sides 
Yes. For both sides, like, oh, yeah. Or people were like, I never thought of it that way. Like, that's really gross. Or actually, it's like this. I would not agree with that. Or like, whatever. She has a choice. Like, all that kind of stuff. I was like, can we just post a meme? (laughs) But. Exactly. Exactly. But it's specifically. I mean, in the bio, they say Twilight memes. But I guess it's not necessarily. It doesn't have to be, but it's fine. Um, there's, I think it's good to have those kind of debates so that you can keep yourselves like in check with, okay, some of the things weren't right or just realizing that your story that you love so much is flawed, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because like you can just accept it for what it is and not have to be like, these are the standards I have to live by, so... You know, it's just a story. Exactly. At the end of the day. Because in reality, we're all human. We make mistakes. We sometimes choose things that don't always make sense. Or kind of like, you know, character flaws. Or, you know, people saying like, oh, well, not enough native representation. Like, I don't think Stephanie would ever put, like, hold on, how am I going to wear this? I don't think she intentionally think she would... didn't put yes, things yes. in, you know, or didn't put people in of a certain race, but, like, also, the way times have changed, like, even from 2005 to now, like, that kind of stuff is just, I mean, I'm like, we didn't talk about it when it was coming out, like, oh, where's this, where's no. that, yada, 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 like, why isn't this, like, we just loved the story, we loved the characters as they were. But then as we get into the changing times, I think it's really a new generation of Twilight fans that are making these kind of, like, statements about it. And which is great because I'm all about representation, of course. I want to be represented. I want to see a character that's like me. But also, like, I can relate to lots of different characters, not just because they look like me, but because of, like, what they've gone through their history, what they're going through in the moment, all that stuff. And this was also when Stephanie first started writing. So her writing is dramatically changed and we can't wait to see that Midnight Sun. But yes, yeah, I feel like, I feel like as our society has progressed, we're more aware of the representation of different ethnicities or like or say like hey we have to treat natives from the Kuli reservation you know hold on oh my gosh I totally didn't I was just saying like trying to say like we need to represent them more because they're important yeah definitely everybody of course now in this current thing while I do agree with, like, I do agree everybody matters, you know? But in this point in time, there are people who need to matter who haven't mattered. So, like, that's why I'm like, Black Lives Matter. That's why I'm about that right now, especially. And also... No, I agree. That just reminded me of something else that we can talk about. Yeah? And just so we can get off of the, in the words of Renee, enough with the heavy, 
because, like, we don't want this to be a sad podcast. But Midnight Sun, okay, the quotes that have been coming out recently, and the last one specifically, which was about somebody, Edward's, like, talking about somebody whose actions, yada, da, 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 and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about? It just came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. I am actually going to find it and read it. Pull it up and read it. Pull it up yeah. and read it. Because it is important. Yes. I don't want this podcast to be sad. <laughs> All sad. Um, it's still important. Yes. But we can't have everything sad. Um, where was it posted? I looked on the Twilight account and it's not on there. And then Ficklefish films doesn't have it either um check zoe's mm, yes that would be a good thing wherever my toilet sucker they can't find it i think it's in a like a double okay, po- okay. pictured post is it i know it was this week oh here we go all right her uncanny premonitions reached so far stretched their tentacles so deep into the future that even she didn't understand all the actions she took. Somehow, she'd sensed years before Bella had chosen to to come to Forks that at some point I'd be facing this bizarre trial. Perhaps she was omniscient, after all? I have never can pronounce that word right. Omniscient? Omnipresent? I can't remember what word is there. I don't know. I'm like, uh, I know I'm which, I, I know how to pronounce it, I think, but I'm like, I don't know which word it is. But either way, yes, okay. So my next debate. While I see how it could be Alice, and I would love, I mean, I'm excited to see more Alice in Midnight Sun, I feel like I could argue that it's Edward's mother, Elizabeth. And here's why, Grace, here's why I, um, I feel that way. <laughs> Because she had this whole thing when Edward's mom and Edward were dying in the hospital and Carlisle was there tending to them. Elizabeth Mason, she went up to Carlisle, well, Carlisle came up to her and she was like, you better come here, sir. Let me tell you something. You saved my boy. And he was like, she looked like she knew what I was, kind of thing. And so... That's why he, like, changed Edward also for his companionship and blah, blah, blah. But that's why I think, because I'm like, she knew he had so much life to live, or maybe she had an idea, like, oh my gosh, he's going to have this amazing life in the future. And I don't know, so I feel like, and maybe in that moment he was just thinking about how he feels like his mom's with him sometimes or something. I'm, like, trying to read between the lines and also maybe read too much into things like some other people like to do um with situations about imprinting and stuff but I feel like it could I feel like that's a good argument that I could make but also I see how it could be Alice because Alice has psychic abilities and she can see the future for the most part but I'm like, I don't know where in the story that quote would come out to where 
I could support it for Alice also. Because, I mean, it could be Alice at any point. But, like, what situation, what trial is he going through that Alice was predicting? I don't know. But I just feel... I really want it to be his mom. I really want him to be talking about his mom. I... I can see that. Like, I didn't think about that at first. But... When Stephanie writes that even she didn't understand all the actions she took. Like, maybe that could be, like, when she was saying, oh, please help my son, you know? Basically, like, telling Carlo to change him. Hmm. But also, it could be, like, Alice deciding we need to move back to Forks because in two years something's gonna happen. And she made that happen so that they could all go back or something. I don't know. I love Alice, so if it's Alice, I'm not going to be mad. But also, I'm going to be, like, real pumped if it's his mom. Because I want to know what's inside his mind about his past and all. Yeah, I, I would like to hear more about his mom, too. You know, I saw something today, like, transitioning a little bit. I saw something today on Oh My Carlisle, like, I was watching one of her Q&A things where she does videos to answer, and she was, somebody was asking if she would like to see Edward's thoughts during New Moon, and she said, like, not really because, you know, he'd just be, like, wandering everywhere, but, and it would be boring, or not really boring, but it would just not have the body, but she said she would like to see everybody else's thoughts and, like, what they were doing when they went to see, like, so they went to go see the Denali coven, you know, and whatnot, and how everybody was feeling. Like, I think that'd be so interesting if Stephanie continued that. Mm -hmm. Which we might get, because Midnight Sun is going to be so long. But I'm like, maybe it's not going to go that far, because that would be such a jerk move to, like, leave it on a cliffhanger. Even though we know he's going to go back to Bella, like, halfway through new moon or something but i i think i would like all of them from his perspective even if new moon feels like it's less um content because he's just wandering around and like trying to figure stuff out i mean he's also tracking victoria but i get it they he doesn't see the family very much so huh maybe she'll do each book from a different person's perspective probably not but Definitely would like, or maybe like a third person kind of deal with um, New Moon so that it's not just one person is the narrator. That would be good. I've read a book where it's like that and each chapter like switches um, who the focus is. That could be so interesting. So we could be like, what's Esme thinking? What's Carlyle thinking? Ugh. What's Jasper thinking? Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm emotional. Ooh. What else is new? Excuse me, I burped there. Um, yeah, no, that would be absolutely amazing. I think it, I think it would be really cool though for her to do that if she'd be willing, you know. But I'm just curious to see where Min. Like, apparently, I think I read this somewhere. I forgot where I read it. That because Midnight Sun is so large, it goes into New Moon. But that's gonna hurt me. Especially if there's if it's only gonna be Midnight Sun. I think 
while I would love for it to go into a new moon, like maybe up until he leaves, because then we could get everything with the family. Um, I feel like I would love like a pre twilight section where it's like, or a pre Bella section. So maybe they're in forks already. Um, cause they had been there for a couple years when she got oh, there. Yeah. So maybe seeing like how that's going with school and just how their days when the sun is out go and how their little fun adventures. I just, <sighs> I just love me some Honestly, boys. I can Twilight. see their one happening. Mm-hmm. But like, originally, I think it was Liz that presented the concept to me about it going transitioning into New Moon. But, yeah, I thought we might get a prequel to Twilight. I really hope um, so. I think it'd be really interesting to see all of that. Me too. And, like, maybe, like, leading up to Bella, you know, showing up and, or moving to Fork. Because that would yeah. be new content. And everyone's always like... We're getting the same story for the third time. I'm like, first of all, Life and Death was not like Twilight. The same story. I mean, it's similar in how it happens, but definitely from a guy's perspective is different. And I'm like, I respect it. I love Edith. I love all that stuff. And the ending, although it killed me, I liked it too because it was like, that's a different story, you know? Exactly, exactly. Some people were saying that she was, like, writing her own fan fiction. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> she's literally writing her own fan fiction and releasing it as new books. And I am not mad about it. I'm not mad about it either. I will take it all day. I don't care if she if she put it online and she was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fanfiction.net, Stephanie Meyer's page, I would be all up on there. I mean, it looks like all of the fanfiction that has come from Twilight has gotten pretty successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Ugh, um, don't even get me started. We're going to have to do a part three just about that. Oh, do you want to go there? Ugh, do you want to go there? I can't. Because I don't mind going there. We are already 35 minutes in. I'm not prepared to do another 30 minutes of ranting about this. <sighs> oh my gosh, we are already 30 Oh my gosh, we've been talking that long? We've been talking for a long time. And I just have to say, if you guys want a part three, I will go into that. Because I have thoughts. (laughs) I have thoughts about everything. (laughs) You know this. Cherish is so good with her words. And she... She has such great ideas, so if you guys, like, want a part three, I'd be totally down for that, too. You guys, just (laughs) vote in the comments. I'm just here as... The person who asks the questions and cherishes, and I'm cherishes like the person who's answering them. So basically, I'm the interviewee <laughs> or interviewer. Interviewer, I'm the interviewee. Oh yes, there you go. That's how that works. <laughs> My English is not working today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I also have. I asked Letty. I was like, what should I talk about on the podcast today? And she asked, who would we cosplay if we could? Ooh, that's a hard question. I know, maybe right? it's between, maybe between Bella and Alice. You definitely give me some Alice vibes. Yeah? I think, 
I mean, I don't know. I just imagine you being a short person. So, so, I am very short. So, the see, there you go. <laughs> I think... I am 4'11". Oh my goodness, you are literally Alice. Isn't Alice literally 4'11"? Like, I don't. I think she's under 4'11". Or she's like 4'10 or something. Hold on, I'm going to get my illustrated yeah, guide. I think she's 4'10". I'm getting my guide... And closing myself oh back. Oh my gosh, that mic picks up. <laughs> oh, she's 410. Wow, I literally went all the way out to get it. And you had to steal sorry, my thunder. <laughs> she's 410, everyone. And she's from Mississippi. Which is another thing. Everyone always refers to Jasper as the southern boy. Emmett's from Tennessee. Alice is from Mississippi. Come on, people. Wow, I actually didn't know that she was 19 when she was turned. Oh yeah, girl. Sorry, I stole your thunder there. It's okay. I forgive you. And but just like the Volturi, I do not give second chances. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a good one. Ah! <laughs> it was a good one. Hmm. Do we have any other interesting facts about Alice? She has a little sister named Cynthia. I don't have to open the book to know that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, she does. I have my phone right here to look it up. Oh, look before. at you. Um, also, I I think if I had to pick someone to cosplay, I mean, first of all, there's only, like, one black girl in the movie. (laughs) In Breaking Down Part 2, the girl with the curly hair, and she's, like, a nomad, and she's just, like, looking around the living room. That's, like, the only shot of her. I think the actress's name is Tony Trucks, and... Is it Zafina? Is Zafina? No. But I could... I could be one of the Amazonian people. I am Colombian, so... I'm from South America. Or my... I have roots in South America. Um... Honestly, though, I'm blonde, so I would love to play Rosalie, or cosplay Rosalie. I think that'd be, like, a cute little moment, like... Rosalie with blonde curly hair and she's a black girl like I could get down with it um or Bella or Esme honestly I feel like I'm a very like mothering kind of person like the mom of my friend group usually so I would be down to like bake cookies all the time and make meals and just be the mom so Esme I feel like I could cosplay her I could honestly see you as Esme or Rosalie. I think you as Rosalie would be so much fun because... Because I'm so like, sassy. Sass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the sass would be so great. I'm like, I'm not taking it from nobody. Bella, you can suck my toe. <laughs> you don't want to be a vampire, you loser. You don't even know what it is. Ugh, I hate you. Oh, you're having a baby? I love you now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I was trying not to sneeze it's the okay. whole time when you were talking, and then my nose just got like. <laughs> it's okay. First of all, also, this other thing that I was looking through the illustrated guide the other day, as I'm looking through it right now, Aro is only 5'10, which no Tino shade if you're 5'10, <laughs> but I'm literally 5'9. <laughs> 
And that is not okay with me. Alec is five feet tall. Okay, he's also 13. Marcus is six feet. Caius is five nine. Like, can you imagine these, like, three freaking Greek god-looking men? And they're not even that tall. Like, it's okay. But, still. <sighs> Irina's only 5'2". <laughs> she looks like she's, like, 6'8". Not really, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Something like that, honestly. Okay, Kachiri. Okay, the Amazonian women. Okay, Senna is 5'11". Zafrina's 6'1". Kachiri's 6'4". Get a queen! We stand a tall queen. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, which was cosplaying. And yes, I would support it. Speaking of things like that, I just sent you some pictures that I found mm-hmm. of Rosalie and Emmett. And then Esme and Carlisle, if you zoom in. I'm going to editing look. is good on them. My phone and is like overheating. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <sighs> Okay, I'm looking. It's loading. Okay, so my phone just literally dropped everything but those pictures. Girl. The call (laughs) dropped. Oh my goodness. I know. Okay, hold on. Like, you're gonna have to cut all of this out. I'm so sorry. So sorry. It's okay. But I have to... Where the heck are my little headphones? I'm like, I don't want this coming through on the thing. Dost thou hearest me? Yes, I hear you. Okay, great. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Cut in now. So, yes, I just looked at those pictures. They looked lovely. (laughs) The editing on them was superb. Like... That picture of Esme and Carlisle, I was like, that's not a picture. That's really cute. That's not a picture that we see of them. Yeah. The, the audience is going to have no idea what we're talking about. It's okay, you guys. Just just accept that it's not going to be seen. But just know that it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. It is. Um... Is your phone okay? It's overheating, but it's fine. It's just because it's old. We, it, we don't, okay, don't worry okay. about it. Okay. Um. Well. I don't know what else to talk about. Oh, you know what we should talk about is your new sticker business. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm like... I don't like attention on me, but I'm also kind of like, yeah, let's talk about the business. Grace <laughs> is selling stickers. You guys should all go to... Is it on Etsy? It is on Etsy. Etsy, forks, not spoons. She's got a Twilight-inspired pomegranate sticker. Midnight Sun-inspired. It's really cute. I need to order one. Thank you. It's only two bucks. I- Come on, people. Get like ten. Get some for your friends and your family. Well, I appreciate you promoting me. That is so sweet. And it's, like, I really wanted to make something, and I was really hoping that I wasn't going to get copyright or anything like that for using, like, Twilight Twilight in the title or, like, Midnight Sun in the title. 
still hoping I won't, um, even though I drew it, you know, because that happened last time. Um, but I, I wanted to make it, like, something everybody could have access to. Like, stickers aren't supposed to be expensive. Like, why are people out here selling stickers for, like, $5? I don't know. I suggested she sell it for $5 because I thought that's what the prices of stickers are. But I've been seeing some Twilight stickers, like, that people are selling on their pages. Literally, they're, like, $7, $8. I'm like, that is a sticker the size, like, smaller than my palm. Like, come on, people. My stickers are, like, this big, so maybe the size of, like... Probably, like, the uh, size of my palm. Um, almost, yeah. Just, my fa- my hands are really tiny, Wait, so. Grace is showing me her hand in the size of the sticker, and you guys can't see it, so I'm, like, trying to describe it. <laughs> Let me actually see if I can... My headphones are plugged in, but I'm gonna... St- nope, crap, hold on one sec. <laughs> You guys can't see it, but I'm doing a dance right now while Grace is getting that. Okay, now I can. Now I'm back, but see, it's it's like so cute, you guys. I'm looking at it right now. Trust me, don't even go look at it. Just go order it straight up. (laughs) Thank you, and I'm giving you a sneak peek on the next sticker that I'm putting out, but I may not be able to put it on Etsy. Ooh, (gasps) ooh, guys, I really hope she can put it out because that is so cute. That's such a good sticker. I, I drew it digitally <gasps> over the sign. Wow. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's... I love this sticker paper. It's so nice. I specifically went out and I bought a printer just so I could make art. Wow. Yeah, well, anyways, thank you for the promotion. Like, yeah, everybody go check out at Forks Not Spins on Instagram, Etsy... All of the above. Yes, please. <laughs> I would love to you guys to spread the love for Midnight Sun. And I'm like, I don't know what else. If we do a part three, there's lots of other things we can talk about. I feel like the next part, if we do a part three, if I am allowed to be in the part three, because I'm like, I get it. I'm taking up all the podcast space. But... You guys know I like to talk. If you've gotten to this point of the podcast, you know I like to talk. Especially right well, now. Well, <laughs> I hope they want a part three because I would love to have you back. I'd love to be Ooh, back. Excuse me. I burped there. Oh, girl. Um, oh, sorry. You hate burp. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. At least it wasn't in my face, which I have a lot of friends who literally will burp in my face. I'm sorry. We're not getting off on that tangent, but whew. I would. I would not do that. <laughs> um, but I'm just picking on my nail polish. <laughs> That's why I'm looking down. Um, yeah. Uh, part three. Mm. And maybe we can have a third person in here, too. Ooh. That'd be so much fun, but also really hard to record. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> um, I know that Charlotte wants to come on. So um, I'm either going to try to do two episodes in one week, which is very hard for me this week, but... Maybe next week, um, we can try to do two episodes in one week. Maybe. But I really mean that. (laughs) It'll be alright. Just do what you do, girl. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I want to say in this episode. And I don't know that there is. Just be nice to each other, people. Even if you have disagreements, support 
each other, hashtag Black Lives Matter, and all that jazz. Link in my bio, at Forever Jumping the TL, if you need any resources. Also, have your opinions on imprinting if you want. Just don't crap on the Twilight Saga and then claim you love it if you're just always picking it apart. It's okay. I can take it, but I don't want to. (laughs) If you guys would like any graphics made for resources for Black Lives Matter, please reach out to me. I would love to do that. Um, And if you also reach out to me, I can provide you with a link tree with so many resources on it. Uh, Linktree is really awesome. If you guys don't know what that mm-hmm. is, I would check that out too. And get her sticker. Um, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Should we say the outro? Take it away. All righty. Well, thank you, Cherish. This episode was a roller coaster. Roller coaster. We to um, fiery, excited, talking about. Jacob isn't written as me. I don't know if that was the right wording for that. <laughs> but <laughs> and then we talked about cosplay and other stuff like that, fan fiction. We went through so many topics. So many today. things. I appreciate you coming on and I really hope you're here for part three. Uh <clears throat> she will be here for part three. Um even if you guys don't like it. I'm like, I don't care. Uh, I'm coming I'm back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um but yeah, well, Thank you for listening to this episode of Queens of Twilight. We hope to see you back next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.